This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Paul writes in, Jamie, on the Eats Flooring Center chat line. He says this, homeowners sometimes write messages on the exposed wood frame during construction. What message would you guys write on the south end zone if you had that opportunity? Oh, that's a cool question. It's a good take versus take question yeah. there. Crabtree was the other end. <clears throat> I think I'd write something to the effect of, if if we're remodeling again, it must have gone really well. Hmm. Stadium expansion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Or they did something really wrong. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if you're having, if you see this, we must have screwed something up, mixed the concrete wrong, or put too much water in it. I don't know. Mm. But I was trying to be positive. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I probably would just put guns up in the date or something like yeah. that. JL was here. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, you're, you do you. Yeah, you do you. You fix this. Uh, this uh, recap so far of our fine uh, radio program. Uh, wow, that's a dramatic football radio spot. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. Uh, they drove the crane out of the west side. They had poured concrete on the east ramp the day before. Okay, all right, thanks. Uh, South Texas Ambassador Preston writes in, not trying to hype Dre McRae up too much, but everything from camp I'm hearing He's going to be a factor. He had some pretty impressive numbers against Alabama last year. Yeah, yeah sure, th- sure hope he is. I think they're expecting great things from him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Um, let's see. So, so I saw this from uh, the Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati.com, but I think it's the Cincinnati Inquirer. It is. guy by the name of Scott Springer. Um, Jerry's brother? You know, it could be. It could very well be. And Jerry Springer died last week. Did you see that? Oh, I did not. Yeah. 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 See, that's uh, that's unfortunate. It is. But <laughs> Jerry, 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 Jerry Springer is from Cincinnati. He was once the mayor of Cincinnati. Did you know that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, he was once wow. the mayor of Cincinnati. Well, apparently there was some speculation that Cincinnati would get a full share of the TV revenue from the Big 12 in their first year of conference membership. All four of the Pac-12 teams coming next year, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah, will get full shares of the conference's TV deal. Cincinnati, uh, the Big 12 announced yesterday, along with BYU, Houston, and UCF, the two-year revenue distribution phase-ins remain unchanged by the Big 12's expansion to 16 members. You know, as far as this year is concerned, I mean, you still have Oklahoma and Texas that are going to get some money in addition to these new schools. So the, before, before the, here's the impact of Cincinnati coming to the Big 12. This is why it was probably such an easy decision for them. Their media rights will increase from roughly $7 million to somewhere between 18 and 19 with the partial share for the next two seasons until they become full share members in 2025. Then then it's 32 million roughly. So that's the that's the guess which 
their athletic director, John Cunningham, said is a true windfall for us. He said, we've had to be very strategic about our budgeting as we want to continue to grow the right way. We budget on a seven-year plan and talk about what that would look like. But think about that. Seven million is where they were, and they're going to get 18 to 19 just by coming to the Big 12. And then when they get the full share, 32 million. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. So then that makes you wonder. <laughs> now you know why they're so excited <clears throat> sure. to be in the conference. You know why right. teams like SMU will say, hey, we'll take five years off from getting paid mm-hmm. to get that kind of money. Because one year of that in year five or year six is worth nearly as much as we were getting for five years in the other conference. Right, right, right. And so now, and, and it also makes you – then it also makes you go and, and look at, you know, the, the Washington State and the Oregon State situation, which those guys are really, really in a, in a pickle uh, when, it, when it comes down to um, what, their, what their future is because they really don't know what their future is, mm-hmm. you know, after, after this year. Um, you know, it's uh, – their, and their president um, – the Washington State president, his name is Kirk Schultz. He uh, acknowledges that his athletic department is in a bad spot. Um, he uh, he talked about. He said it's like a breakup. It's awkward. No one wants to sit there for too long. He talked about uh, you know when they what happened last Friday. He said the pivotal point came as the call unfolded when Schultz texted athletic director Pat Chun and said we've got to roll up our sleeves and get to work because they realized that. You know, Washington and Oregon were gone. Mm. He said, I don't ever remember a single day unfolding that was so dramatic and changing the landscape because they really thought going into that meeting that Oregon and Washington were going to stay. And see, he said the other thing, he said this, he goes, college athletics is at its worst with this realignment stuff. Everyone is truly looking out for themselves. What it also does is it changes behaviors and people stop being honest with each other. He also talked about that when he came to the Pac-12, he, the thing that just stood out to him more than anything else was the lack of contact that the presidents had with each other and the lack of contact that the presidents had with the athletic departments, unlike what he experienced in the Big 12 because he was previously yeah. the president at K-State. Yeah, just more into it. Yeah. It's a bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. He, he also... He also uh, said uh, with regard to George Kliakoff, if we choose to rebuild a conference around these four schools, is George that guy? All that then becomes a forefront issue instead of a secondary issue. He did say if Stanford and Cal stay, any creative solution pushing the Pac-12 forward would require a different media consultant. Apparently the media consultant that Kliakoff hired, Doug Perlman of Sports Media Advisors, did not have extensive experience in the college sports space. Said so to me, when something like that happens, we need a new set of people to start with a clean chalkboard. That didn't sound very um, positive there uh, mm-hmm. for Mr. Kliakov. He said he was astounded at how little engagement there was with the presidents in their own athletic departments. He said a culture had emerged where the Pac-12 presidents met just three times a year, and there was little crossover with the athletic directors. He said it was a much different level of interest than what he experienced with the Big 12. He said, we've had disengaged presidents for a long, long time. And he said, basically, he said, it's, it's our, part of our fault, too, you know, the, the presidents, that they, that they have 
some responsibility for this as well, for what's mm-hmm. taken place. He said that Kliakoff was blindsided by the departures of USC and UCLA. I think we could say probably the same thing about uh, Bob Bowlesby in Texas and Oklahoma, that he was blindsided by that. It appeared that way. Yeah. I mean, just remember just mm-hmm. previously he had said that, you know, he had no reason to be worried about it. Yeah. 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 So he, he, he did say this. He said, once we get through the next week or two, people will take a deep breath and a little sanity will come into play. We have a groundbreaking for a new indoor practice facility. Uh, we're playing football. There's positive momentum. We're investing in facilities. It, it doesn't mean it all goes away. So, yeah, at some point in time, you're like, okay, you know, we've kind of had our moment here to kind of go, okay, what the heck just happened? Now we've got to make some lemonade out of this lemon mm-hmm. as best as best they can. Uh, King Craig reports Jerry Springer died on April 27, 2023. Okay, well, it just it seems like last week. <laughs> it did. I mean, it, with the month of the month of May flew by, Gene. And June. And June. July. <laughs> and here we right. Okay, month. Well, at least it, at least it was this year, uh... right? <laughs> at least it was at least it was this year uh-huh. see again not always accurate not always fair just try 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 to be entertaining and Jerry Springer was you can say a lot of things about Jerry Springer he attracted a lot of eyeballs <laughs> he did man that was that show was rocket back in the day that was, was, was. must see TV he was 79 when he uh, assumed room temperature so Anyway, there you go. All right, so sorry about you, Jerry, but April 27th. <laughs> You're never going to figure that out. 6.40 this morning here on the morning drive. Well, I am sorry about him passing away. But, okay. <laughs> okay. That's, this day in sports history is, is next here this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast. From Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. Today is August the 10th, 2023. Time for this day in sports history. Here is Jeff McGuire. Going to start in 1901. My Chicago White Sox. Frank uh, Isabel is their uh, hitter. He would strand 11 teammates on base today. Wow. Man, so his teammates had a good day at the play. He just had a rough day. Yeah. Bad combination. The manager is like, man, I should have moved him to a different spot in the lineup. Or maybe not in the lineup at that point. Yeah, maybe that's that's a better, even better idea. Uh, 1944, Braves' Red Barrett throws the only 58, pit, only 58 pitches. To shut out since the Cincinnati Reds two to nothing. Nineteen sixty nine, Don Sutton breaks his thirteen game losing streak when he beats the Cubs four to two. Nineteen eighty one, Pete Rose gets hit number three thousand six hundred and thirty one. That would break Stan Musial's National League hit record. 
1996, the Yankees lose, ending their third best home series victory streak at 24. Pretty good. And in 1997, the Atlanta Braves signed Greg Maddox to a then-record five-year, $57.5 million deal. Mm. It is National Banana Split Day and Uh, National S'more Day. uh, mm. That's two pretty good ones right there. Which would you rather have? If you could only have one, which would you rather have? I'd rather have the banana split. I would, too. No nuts on mine. And I think I would swap out the pineapple for a double strawberry. Gosh. Uh, give me nuts. But I also don't want pineapple. Because that's what it's, it's chocolate, strawberry, I don't pineapple. want any chocolate. I just want all strawberry. Okay. I'll put your order in. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think I'm going s'more. It's, that's good stuff. I'm just not huge, huge on the whole marshmallow thing. Yeah, I can, I can, I can do one. Yeah, they're good. Well, then you can't have s'more then. <laughs> s'mores, is that right? S'mores, did I get it? <laughs> I, we're not gonna play this game anymore because I know you're doing it on purpose. No, I'm not doing Football coach Matt Wells <laughs> turns fifty today. Wow. Antonio Bandera, sixty-three. Jake Stone. He's the new Jake from State Farm, is 39. Mm. Delvin Cook, 28, and Ralph Simpson is 74. And on this day in 1776, keep in mind it's August 10th. Right, this is after we've signed that declaration thing. Yep. It would be today that the news would finally reach London that the Americans had drafted the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, internet connection was a little slow, I guess. The bat signal hadn't uh-huh. been put out yet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just Dan Sports History. All right. Um, I'm noticing here that the on 100.7, the score, the uh, results for the first event of the second 100.7, the score Olympiad have been posted for mini golf. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Haxton was the winner with five points. He had a score of 52. Choice Woodman, 55. He tied with Clint Scott, but then Choice apparently won uh, three points off of a scorecard playoff, and Clint got one. Uh, Chris Need got zero points. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. When is your big uh, tennis outing with these guys? I have no idea. Are you a reluctant participant, or are you excited to participate in that? I wouldn't say either of those two things. I'm happy to help. I, I mean, I'm not excited about it. It's not like, hey, man, I can't wait to do that. But <laughs> well, I didn't know. I mean, like, I don't. He does I, get to serve five balls directly at Choice Woodman's <coughs> face, though. So, hmm. and Clint, for that matter. I'm going to give Joyce the slow ones. Because <laughs> you think that'll fake him out? No, no. Because I, I just, uh, you know. I enjoy the banter that goes back and forth with Choice and Clint. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm going to throw some softballs up there for Choice. And, and then Clint, you're just going to... I'm just going to go up and in. I don't serve hard, so I don't know why they picked me. I mean, I'm, I'm more about hitting my spots. Mm-hmm. It's you know, more spinny and all that good stuff. I, I, don't, I don't have a lot of power. You know what you should do? So I don't know why they picked me, to be honest with you. 
get Todd Petty to wear one of your station shirts and have him be, pretend him to be sort of, you. Yeah, he can hit yeah. a lot harder. Than I that might just say, hey, my my shoulder's a little wonky today. And, uh, you know, maybe you could kind of fill in for me. Yeah, great idea. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Great idea. Mm-hmm. 6.50 this morning here on the morning drive. We'll have Astro Baseball for you in the air today. 11.05 for the broadcast time. 11.35 first pitch from Baltimore between the Astros and the Orioles. Then the Astros will head home and take on the uh, Los Angeles Angels uh, coming up uh, this this weekend. All right. So that uh, no Ranger game today. They're off. They get a chance to uh, enjoy San Francisco. Maybe they're going to go out to uh, – maybe they're going to do a group outing to Alcatraz. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Would you, uh, you? You'd go on that outing, wouldn't you? I would. I, I've. Uh, that's a bucket list place for me that I've yeah. never been to. Yeah. All right. Um, just a couple of things here that, that just stood out to me with regard to uh, conference realignment. Um, Chip Kelly believes that uh, football should be treated like uh, Notre Dame treats football in its sports, in that. Notre Dame is a member of the ACC for everything other than football. And he basically believes that you should take all these schools right now. Notre Dame is an independent in football, but they're in conference for everything else. Why aren't we all independent for football? Take the 64 teams in the Power Five and make that one division. Take the 64 teams in the Group of Five, make that another decision division. We play for a championship, they play for a championship, and no one else gets affected. Our sport is different than everybody else. We only play once a week. Travel's not a big deal for football, but it's a big deal for other sports. I'm in. I'm in. I mean, and then you go back. Sign to me the, up. You go back to the regionality of everything else with the Big Twelve, the SEC, Pac-12, ACC, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Big Ten. Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you how do you put your schedules together? Just uh, you let the TV networks do it for you, or are you scheduling that yourself? And like force the teams to, hey, if you want money for a big game, you better put together a good matchup. Because if you schedule Sam Houston State, guess what? You're probably not going to get a lot of money from Fox or ESPN. Nobody really wants that. Well, well I think- so if you want a, a big dollar, you better yeah. schedule somebody else that's part of. Uh, you know, going to be a good football team. Yeah, my 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 thought on that would be just just immediately would be there's some you know natural rivalries that you would want to see played: SC, UCLA, Michigan, Ohio State, Texas, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, Texas, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, blah blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I would also say, man, does that mean that you wouldn't play? You'd maybe have one Group of Five game. <laughs> Or one of the, you know, Tarleton states of the world, and then the rest is big boy football? Yeah, you might. I mean, that, that that's kind of what you do now when you have the choice to put your schedule together. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, 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 I think he makes a lot of sense. There was uh, another tweet from another, you know, sports writer who said that a, a longtime college administrator watching the realignment told him, he said he predicts in five to ten years they will all migrate back 
I don't know how, but eight to 16 team leagues with all that travel just isn't sustainable. How do they go back? I don't know. How unless, do you go back? Unless everybody, unless everybody, like you're trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube, makes it pretty difficult. Makes it really difficult. Um, unless you have some kind of a, you know, deal like that where... Can we go back and... If we're going to go back on that, can we go back and change the rules on the transfer portal too? Any chance? Yeah. I mean, hope. if we've if we've invented a way to get the toothpaste back in the tube, mm-hmm. can we can we put some rules in place there for the whole transfer portal thing too? Sure, I, I'd be I'd be up for that. Make it a little bit more yeah. sustainable. In I terms guess we of wouldn't have to worry about transferring players. in conference anymore. Because <clears throat> <Right. laughs> <laughs> there'd be no conference. That would solve that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was, at least in football. Yeah, that would that would solve that. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. The First United Bank studio, and I look forward to hearing from you throughout the day today. We're here till 9. Station's here all day long. Doesn't go anywhere. Um, But we're here till 9 on the 8th Flooring Center chat line or the Double T 97.3 mobile app, or uh, you can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline. That number is 806-771-0973. Uh, Rangers lose yesterday to the Oakland A's, 2-0. They take the series, two games to, to one. Um, the problem that uh, occurred last night is that the Astros beat the Orioles, okay? And so uh, the Rangers are, are two up now on, uh, on the Astros heading into play today. And the Astros will play the Baltimore Orioles. We'll have it for you at 11.05 today on 100.7, the score. Rangers are idle. Uh, they remain in the Bay Area, though, to take on the San Francisco Giants tomorrow. They'll be uh, there against the Giants at uh, 8.40 tomorrow night, and they'll play it. Uh, the game, our broadcast coverage starts at 7 on Saturday, and then Sunday afternoon at uh, at 2.30 to, yeah, 2.40 or so. At any rate, we'll uh, we'll have it for you. Something I learned yesterday during the Ranger broadcast um, and you, you, you may have or probably knew this, um, but one of the Rangers um, players, his name is uh, Josh Smith. But when you look at his statistics, it says Josh H. Smith. And uh, Matt Hicks was explaining that the H is not there because that Josh is demanding that. The H was there because at one point in time, the Rangers had another Josh, not Josh Young, but that they wanted to distinguish Josh H. Smith from another Josh. So they added the H for him. It's not something that he demanded. Because, you know, like sometimes, you know, people are like junior or senior and they, you know, they make these, you know, I want to be referred to like that. Okay. Yeah, just... Thought I'd throw that in there for Didn't you. Didn't know where the H went or came from, or yeah, just but it was that's his middle initial. He's named after like a uncle or an aunt or something. Um, but anyway, the bottom line was they were just trying to distinguish him from somebody else. Okay. So that the other thing is the other thing they talked about is Native Aldi is starting to throw on the side. Oh, that's good news. Yeah. So the the fact that he might be able to pitch next week. Uh, might 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 be a poss- might be a possibility or, or pitch soon at least 
Who so you bump into the bullpen? I don't know. Next Scherzer? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't think that's going to be the case. <laughs> just, I was just kidding. All be. the names you could just <laughs> grab out of the hat. That's the one he grabbed. <laughs> just. Are you going to go with a six-man rotation? Give guys extra rest in between starts? I I think that's what I would do. I, I think... Because I think I think Scherzer pitches better when he's got a little extra time, and I think well, you've uh, done extensive research on that. I don't. I've not done extensive research on that. <laughs> you, I'm just telling you what I think. Okay. What I mean, I... you're also paying these guys a lot of money to not pitch. Then, if you go to if you're worried about the extra time between starts, I'm just worried about getting good quality starts out of these people. Right, and you know, Jeff, you want them to be well rested and ready sure. for the playoffs and all that good stuff. So. Um, it's not like I'm saying go to a four-day, four-man rotation, but... So we know it's not Evaldi. We know it's not Scherzer. We know it's not Montgomery. Uh, and you don't think it's going to be Dane Dunning, do you? So who am I missing here? So you've got Dunning and Haney. There's got to be another guy. Martin has already gone to the bullpen. Mm-hmm. What which, about that Spores guy? He, Josh Spores. Yeah, he's a bullpen guy. He's a bullpen guy already. Okay. Um... Who am I missing? Because that's only five right there. I don't so know. Ma- maybe you've just had some days off, so you've yeah. been able to go with four here while Nate's been gone a little bit. Yeah. Uh, unless I'm just forgetting somebody, which is very possible. Anyway, so the, the, that's a good problem to have if Evaldi's able to come back and pitch. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Good, that's great. Good, good, problem, good problem to have. Yeah, I don't call Be- it a problem at all. Okay. It's John Gray. John Gray. Somebody said off the text. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't don't know what they're going to do because he just doesn't seem like a guy that could go to the bullpen to Mm -hmm. me either. Um, Yeah. I forgot the sooner. And he was so big. And that dude was so just physically dominant. When he pitched against the Red Raiders, it just looked like a man among boys. That happens. And a little little guy, you remember Todd Ritchie? Remember that? Name? Yeah, yeah, I remember that name. Man, I remember Todd Ritchie turned on one against him and just crushed it to right field, but took just foul. I mean, Todd was every bit of five seven, <laughs> one fifty, and he hammered one against Gray. Would that have been? But his that look? pitching staff for Oklahoma at that point. See, this would have been twenty. 13, I think. I okay. think Coach Tadlock's first year. They had like three guys that were 6'6 six, six and above in their rotation. I mean, they'd have won the pickup basketball league of Big 12 starting pitchers if they had a contest. <laughs> yeah, they were massive. Hey, did they ever do that? Did, did, the, um, did any of the support staff ever get together and have a little, you know, home run derby or anything like that, you know, between the the GAs or the, between the... See, the basketball guys do some of that, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, the basketball yeah. guys do that all do the, the time. Do the women's basketball guys uh-huh. do that? Mm-hmm. that? Okay. My money's on Goot. Winning a home run derby among the coaching staff? Oh, yeah. I don't, um, I don't know. Like, I've never heard of any of that. I've never heard of uh, Shashir Bakta, the um, equipment manager, or Here. Brian Simpson, the athletic trainer, 
competing in anything like that. Here's no. what one of the GAs... I think the difference is there's a larger staff sure, for there, basketball. Right. There is. There is. <laughs> got more. There is. Yeah. Here, here's the... Here's the... I, I think... Those this, are really the only two guys, unless you're like... That are the sports staff. I mean, usually athletic trainers bring a student with mm-hmm. them as well that's training. Student, to be, right, okay. to be a trainer, right. And Shashir has a, a guy or two that helps with the... You know, equipment managing stuff, you know, mm-hmm. team manager. And then there's a bullpen catcher. But that's really about all of them. So you're not going to involve Hacks and Lent because one one of the two is going to get hurt. Right. So, <laughs> so you're not going to do that. Just take your pick which one it's going to yeah. be. My money would be on Hacks to get hurt. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but here's the interesting I'm coming thing. off a month and a half knee injury. So here's the interesting thing about the GAs playing each other, at least on the women's side. I don't know about the men's side. But on the women's side, depending on who you're playing, there's some teams that the GAs use like the same plays that the team uses, and they use the same like callouts. And our, our and so what they do is what our guys do have done is they'll kind of be attuned for that, and so it's like a it's like a it's like a, a scouting opportunity too. <laughs> How funny! Yeah, right. Do they include you and Fink in any of this? Have there been broadcaster games? No, no, oh, that's no. We we have our we have our annual one on one competition, just one on one on one, <laughs> one 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 time a year. That's, that's disappointing because re- that, I feel really, like really all the. I mean, the two man game with Fink and Hines, man, against uh, some of these other broadcasters. Oh, man, just yeah, dominate right. There'd be some that we could. There'd be some that we would. <laughs> there'd be some that we could. There'd be some that we'd have a problem with. You know, chapter <laughs> on the high pick and low, and let Mark run with it. I, I, I you know, I, I could certainly feed Fink. I mean, he's physical down low. Sure, that's you good. Know, yeah, you know, he's 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 big. I guy. would suggest you give Fink the ball, and then I would suggest clearing out. <laughs> yeah, just get out of the way, right? <laughs> Look for the long rebound, right? The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station Double T ninety seven three. What you got there, Kimisabi? <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed to say that now? I think so. Is that still okay? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's it's it's so hard being. I, know, I my, don't know. I don't know what to say and what well, you can't say now. It's so hard to be my age, knowing that what we did and said and how we behaved in the '60s and the '70s as children is now looked at as like oh. You know, like just basic stuff that was like never when, like when you say swinging a dead cat. Right. I think that was not allowed all the time. Chuck. You know, <laughs> you swing a dead cat without running into that person. You know, I mean, but I mean, it's just people. That's just, one of my favorite Chuck sayings. People just take so everything's so literal now, and be so quick to be offended and stuff like that, and it's like. You know, it's like, no, I, that's just me, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to offend you. It's being straight up. But, mm. you know. You know, for somebody who doesn't know song artist in title, song artist in title mm-hmm. he just mentioned like four song titles right there. Straight up, Paulo Duel. Yeah, I heard yep. that one. Uh, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday from Voice to Man. Like, he just kept rolling. I'm like, I'm just keeping more songs in my head now. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. And it all started with, I wonder who wrote the book of love. I just was just wonder, 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 wonder. Yeah, wonder, wonder. I mean, my, my, my brain tends to wander. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. I wonder what Jamie's question of the day is. What's in Chuck's brain? No. Okay. So here's, no one wants the <laughs> here's today's question. I want you to take the three major sports, and Chuck, you can add the fourth one, too, with the women's basketball. Okay. With this one. Um, Jeff and I probably wouldn't have knowledge to answer this, but which of the new eight are you most excited to see come to town mm. and face the Red Raiders in all of, the, of those three slash four major sports? Okay. Of the new eight, so we've got the pack, the pack four, you know, uh, Arizona, Arizona State, BYU, Colorado. And then you've got, well, doesn't, no, excuse me, Colorado, Utah. Utah, Arizona, Arizona, Arizona State, Cincinnati, then, UCF, and then you got, Central, uh, Houston, and Cincinnati. You know what? Uh, I think Arizona, although we've seen Arizona play tech and basketball, but it's been quite some time. I mean, like, I want to say, I want to say it was the, it was. I want to say it was. It might have been the Billy Gillespie era, brief era, um, but Arizona did come to town. Uh, I, because I, th- I've always respected their basketball program. And I thought, even though they've only won one national championship, when Lou Olson was coaching there, they, I mean, they had it rolling, 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 and now. Um, got the the former Duke, I think the former Duke guys still their coach. Um, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Arizona. Although Utah comes to mind because that guy is um, that guy's Kyle uh, Whittingham is kind of he's got a little chip on his shoulder about his football team and we're just focused on the Pac-12 right now. We're not worried about the Big 12 and um, uh, but I'm gonna say Arizona and basketball. The, the history of the program for Arizona State, and, and this is kind of looking at, at baseball being kind of the tiebreaker, uh, Arizona, Arizona pretty much feel like the same school, I guess is what it put it with regards to success in football and basketball for me. Uh, the history of Arizona State baseball is more intriguing, but I feel like Arizona's the better baseball team right now, so I'm going to say Arizona but I could see one, it's one of those two schools for me. Okay, so I guess I didn't ask the question very well. Okay, well, in each of the major sports, mm-hmm. which team are you the most excited to see come play the Red oh, Raiders? Oh, in each of the sports. My bad, I guess, no. since you both swung and missed. I'll, I'll, <laughs> we're down 0-2. I'll, 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 I'll try to keep us alive here and follow <laughs> off a couple pitches. Okay. Uh, for football... I will take BYU. The mm-hmm. history and tra- tradition of BYU has mm-hmm. me interested in their uh, very large fan base and all that good stuff. So I, I'm anxious for BYU football to come to town. Okay. And basketball, it's just because I can't stand their head coach. I can't. They're obviously a really good basketball program right now. Uh, I think it's going to be a good rivalry in the Big 12 Conference. I'll take Houston in men's basketball. Okay. And in baseball, there's no, there's no question. I mean, the best of the eight that you're adding baseball-wise, heck, a couple of them don't even play baseball. Um, or one of them, I guess I should say, doesn't play baseball. I'm taking uh, Arizona. So Arizona is my baseball school. I actually answered that as Arizona is all three. 
Yeah, well, I think yeah. I was putting it yeah, together. As did Chuck. Well, no, yeah. like I was no, putting I it together. I, as the... I, I blew it because I just took I just took one school, one sport. Oh man, I <laughs> clearly wasn't doing a good job of paying attention to that. I don't know. I, I, I would let's ask the listeners. Did I do a terrible job? No, you asking didn't. the question. No. Yeah, may, maybe that's on me. Since both of you didn't get what I was asking, well, no, clearly I, it's I on me. I would consider the two of us. I was factoring in all three all. F- three major sports uh, for one school that I was okay. in because I don't care about necessarily Cincinnati football I don't I, I don't care about Houston at all so who's the women's basketball program that you're the most excited to come man Colorado I think just because I wonder if Dion's daughter's still gonna play there what he could he come what he come to uh okay so let me let me redo this I'm gonna stick with Arizona for men's basketball I'm gonna say Utah Utah for football, um, Arizona State for um, um, baseball only because I like their logo, and um, I think I think from a women's basketball standpoint, I really I really don't know. We're going to go to BYU this year. We're going to go to Cincinnati this year. Um, I think I'll just say UCF because I know nothing about it, but I think. It's going to be warm there. Maybe maybe we'll get to go down to the beach, and that would be that'd be fun to to see their place. So we're picking UCF for women's <laughs> basketball to come to town because there's a beach when then we he go, go there. To the beach. Yeah, <laughs> you guys have made a shamakery of my question. I, I wasn't trying. to. We're going to cancel Jamie's question of the day from now on. Uh, this from the Ace Farm Center Challenge. Really was, Jamie was like, spot on. <laughs> I really was trying to answer it as which school I'm excited to see come here in all three sports, not just one specific sport. I totally blew it. I'll, just, I'll, I'll admit answer. that. I totally blew it. Jeff's trying to continue to dig himself out of a hole. Over no, there. like just, the... Yeah. There are two um, kinds of I'm people in this he, world, Jeff. No, no. I'm excited <laughs> to see Arizona come here. People that are wrong people that actually admit they're wrong sometimes. I'm excited to see Arizona come here in both football and basketball. <laughs> And as good as their baseball team is, it's going to be improving the baseball conference is always a good thing, especially when teams actually play baseball. Like, that's where I went with the question. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't have a different answer for all three sports. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Derek says this, Arizona only because we've seen Houston come a lot. I have no interest in watching Cincy or UCF other than it's a tech game. Okay. Yeah. Um. Shamakery should be Jamie's word of the day instead. Mm-hmm. Again, Jamie was spot on from one texture. Yeah. I think it, you were I think you were pretty much mm-hmm. backhoe Jeff at work. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of that going on. <laughs> this I agree, Chuck. Attitudes about a lot of things have changed since we were growing up. At eight years old, a couple of the neighborhood kids and I just took off walking to a local landmark called Six Mile Hill that was six miles out of town with no supervision and no one blinked an eye. Yeah, it's unfortunate uh-huh. you can't do that anymore. Yeah, well, I, I get it. That wouldn't happen nowadays, anyways, because no. no kids walking twelve miles. <laughs> That's true. It's that just not happening. <laughs> They'd want to be dropped off at Six Mile Hill just so they could go and look. Call at an it. Uber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and why would we go look at a hill? And text my mom to come pick me up. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. Demand that your mother be there on time. Don't be late, mom. Don't be late, mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe tomorrow we'll do, where are you the most excited for all of the Red Raider programs to go play? Okay. Okay. Each of them 
differently. So you'll give three different answers. <laughs> and then can I add a fourth? And Arkansas two? can be one of them. Yeah. Okay. Arkansas. I've been there. <clears throat> it's it's yeah. And again, it's not about you. Right. Okay. I understand that. Like where do you, you know where do you, I want to go? Do you see no, where do you want to see the Red Raiders playing? Okay. You don't have to be there. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. 802 this like, morning here on going the back Morning to Nevada Drive. Because they had great a really great with breakfast this morning on this Lubbock Sports Station. I'm not going to ask Double T 97.3.com. We come to you from the First United Bank studio. And uh, again, look to hear from you on the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line or the Visual Edge IT hotline. Uh, next couple of weeks and really two weeks from from today and and then two weeks from saturday the um the big kind of mileposts that you need to get a football season started will be completed you got the red raider kickoff luncheon which will be two weeks from today it's the 23rd and then uh i believe it's the 23rd i think that's two weeks from today uh and then and then you'll have on Saturday the 26th. I bet it'll be the 24th, two weeks from today. Well, I think it's... Then. No, it's the 23rd. It's the 23rd, so which is a Wednesday. And then the United Way kickoff luncheon is the 24th. And Coach McGuire is speaking at both of those events back-to-back. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he'll have a different talk. I bet he does. He and spins then, it just a little bit different. So then meet the Red Raiders on the 26th. On 26th. And the Knights of Columbus. Kickoff. Kickoff. Knights of Columbus Tech Night. So you, you're going to hear Coach McGuire talk four times in four days. Potentially, yes. And and God love Coach McGuire for being so. He loves it. Well, I mean, he's great with the fans. And yeah. he gives them every opportunity to meet him and and. Former relationship and all the yeah, above. You right. can see why the guy's such a great recruiter. That's yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. His, yeah, his and, connect is uh, is outstanding. Yeah, and um, all these things. I mean, there's money raised for good causes, mm-hmm. whether it be the Red Raider Club or United, United Way. Way or, sure, sure. Um, the Knights of Columbus for some scholarships, mm-hmm. right? That goes back for, for previous student athletes. Former yeah. student athletes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all these things. That's awesome. Yeah. So so the 23rd, the Red Raider uh kickoff luncheon and then uh, United Way kickoff luncheon and then tech night and uh, autograph night. You know, there have been some times when I've gone to the autograph thing and there haven't been a great number of people there. <clears throat> I got a feeling the doors are going to be busting down this year for the uh Well, that wouldn't autograph. be good. We just put those doors in. I ain't getting new ones. I mean, we got, we're flush with cash right now. Uh, so the, uh, the event Do will they be... set up a table there for you? For me, no. The autograph sessions? no. no. Uh, the event will go for picture, two, to, two to three. How long would that line be? That'd be a pretty extensive Short. line. To, I know I would be there. Yeah, I'm sure you would. It, we wouldn't even have to do glossies. Just be autographed business cards. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the event uh, for autograph day is uh, two to three on the 26th. Uh, that'll be at the Sports Performance Center, and the doors will open at 1:45. And parking is only on the west side for that. So. Don't uh, be thinking on the east side. The east side, is, it's, a, it's a bit of a mess right now uh, with, you know, setting up for the visitors' locker rooms and, and construction trailers and fencing and all that kind of stuff. Um, I asked one of the, the, one of the lead guys from the, the lead guy from the construction company, like, hey, I got a hard hat at home. Do you think if I, 
I think if I put on my hard hat, I'd just be able to walk down there. And <clears throat> One of the other guys said, you know, if you're dressed like you are today, you just walk in with a hard hat on and, and you got your tie on, you know, they probably think you're an architect or something. But probably then, so. But then I was told, got to wear, they have to have a safety vest and these special gloves, which I, which you do, I do not own. Special gloves. Just some gloves. So. Um, just get a yellow vest and put two different baseball gloves on your hands. <laughs> two different baseball gloves on your <laughs> Right-handed one and a left-handed okay. one. See how that goes. How is it <clears throat> that you know the head construction guy? Because I, I, I'm... I'm I know a lot of people. I mean, I, I mean, I went to football practice yesterday, and what I've always learned about going to football practice is there's always going to be people that you're going to run into that you don't necessarily think are going to be there. And, you know, a, look, a lot of the media guys, <clears throat> they go there to, to observe practice and get video and <clears throat> things along those lines. Imagine those guys. I go there. I go there, and I, I want to see what's going on with the offense. It's business so, at happy hour for Chuck. So, and then I'll see some people along the sidelines that I want to that I want to talk to. And I always learn something by talking mm-hmm. to those people. This is why many media members avoid football practice. <laughs> no, I always I always learn I always, <clears throat> I always learn people always learn things from people that are at football practice. So, like I learned that they drove the crane a crane out. I thought that was pretty riveting stuff. I learned, I learned, <laughs> I, I learned that I learned that steel is going to come start coming up out of the south end zone. You know, I learned that they're basically they're they've turned the the field over back to tech, and so they can they can now put down the the remaining twenty yards plus the end zone of turf. So we're gonna we're we're gonna have an end zone in the south end zone. That's okay? good. Because hearing Brian Jensen go, he's at the 40, he's at the 30, touchdown. <laughs> right, right. It's a little 20. odd. Right. Uh, let's see. So you're a nosy Nancy, Chuck, LOL. No, I'm not a nosy Nancy. I just, I just, like, to, I just like to talk. I just like to talk and visit with people and kind of see what's, see what's going on. Ask them how things are going. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's. It can't, can't you be both? Yeah, I mean, can I, you be just a guy that likes to talk and find out things, but sure. also be nosy Nancy? Yeah, I think probably so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we like to call Chuck not nosy Nancy. We we call him investigative reporter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did tell you. Did you have your gum shoes on? I did. <laughs> I did have my gum shoes on. Did you have your glasses down at the end of your nose? No. And a notepad that's I like... like I, I did not take a notepad in with me yesterday to practice. You know, one of the... But did you start ones. to walk away from somebody and then turn around and be hey, just one more thing. No, I didn't yeah. do a Columbo. Um, the, I did tell you what I observed about the wide receiver group, that it's that its depth is big, which we all know, but just watching them uh, rotate between Tyler Shuck and Baron Morton just kind of amplifies that. I said that I thought Jake Armstrong has a big arm. And then um, offensive line, it looks really huge. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we want to know how many business cards have you handed out this year at football practice. That was my first football practice that I went to. Uh, don't think I gave anybody one yesterday. Okay. I did learn, I did learn, Jamie, that the football building will be torn down and it will be replaced within nine months. That's a pretty quick project. Aren't they tearing it down the day after the season ends? January 1 is what I was told. And then ready for the ne- for next season? Nine months later, you'll have a new one. 
That's, that's, cool. that's pretty quick. That's a pretty that's a pretty quick project. I mean, that's working. On, I also I also talked with someone about um, the season ticket sales. You know, we talked the other day about capping it at thirty one. There is a strategy there. There is a reason behind that. They've got twelve thousand plus for the students, plus the visiting team, plus you'll have recruits coming in for each one of the different teams that for Texas Tech. You know, the whether it's basketball or track or whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. and so and then then they just want to have some left over for fans who want to come to a game and and can't do the season tickets either because of time or money or combination thereof. And then just kind of the way that the holes were on uh, on things, you know, with with regard to you know you got three here and two there and five over here. Anyway, there was a, there was a reason for that. I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, I can't wait for the season to get here. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Right. Me too. But yeah. I mean, it's, I'm, I feel like I'm well-rounded when I go to these things. And like I said, I always walk away with a little intel. Some of it's football-related. Some of it's on the sidelines. I'm more anxious for the football stuff. I got you. I understand. Yeah. I understand. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.